All right, reporting to you live from Gag City. From Gag City, baby. We were we gagging? I actually so my visa expired okay. in Gag City and okay. I was forced to leave. You were forced to leave. I, I was forced to leave. I was like, oh my, look at the time. And I did what is it called? The Irish exit. What is it called? One of those like Irish goodbye. Irish goodbye, where I just dipped out. I didn't say goodbye to anyone. I said, you said, I'm going to just get out of here, you know? You left Gag City in a hurry. Well, one would say, I was like, if you're going to be gagging in Gag City, you need to gag, right? If you're going to, or if you're going to enter Gag City, you need to be gagging. I was like, do I not have a gag reflex? Because I'm not, I'm swallowing fine. I mean, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I'm swallowing just fine. Um, in case our listeners are unsure what we are even talking about or referencing, someone released an album yesterday. It's been approximately a solid 36 hours, maybe maybe a little bit longer. Uh, Ms. Minaj released Pink Friday 2. Pink Friday 2, Roman Reloaded, the re-up, the remix, the reboot. The reboot, the revamp, the extended, expanded. Reinvigorated, refreshed, revitalized, rejuvenated. And ready to go. And I think that we were all... I think all, that covers it. I think that <laughs> covers, covers it. All, I think that's it. All of them. I think that's yeah. the review. <laughs> I think that's The it. review. The review. Yeah. You know, so she released this album. You and I had spoken. She, was it? She, she did release the album. That is, that's something that happened. We, confer- we can confirm the album was released. That's actually my review. That's my review right there. That the statement. Album was released. The album was released. The album. That's it. Is it, it exists in the world now? That's a thing. Congratulations, Ms. Minaj. Congratulations on your new album release. <laughs> good for you, know, you. Good for you. In the words of Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. You know, this album, I, I'm not going to even lie. I personally was just underwhelmed, but I also want to preface that with rap is just not my jam. It's not no, my. It's not my forte. It's not the genre that I typically gravitate towards. Um, I don't hate rap. It's just not the first, second, or third genre that I go to. Mm. So I went into it very feeling very, you know, mid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say mid. I think that I even said on one of our episodes, I was like, you know, I'm just You weren't not, very excited for it. I wasn't excited. And so I went into it, skimmed through it. Found the songs that I thought were cute, which was about four of them. But even then I was like, I don't, I don't see myself revisiting this much. Yeah. I mean, I I think I, we talked about this in the last episode. I was excited to listen to this. I feel like this is the most excited I've been for a Nikki project in a while, just because it's titled Pink Friday 2. And I've said this before, apart from a few songs here and there throughout the years, I would say... Nothing. I, I have not been on the Nikki train since Pink Friday, the original album. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really enjoy that album. I think it's a great album. Unfortunately, the trajectory that she went just wasn't for me, you know. Yeah. But obviously, she's like regarded as the best female rapper of all time, and like you know, throw some respect on that name. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But this album was. It, this album lied to us several times. Somebody lied to her, it, you know. Somebody lied to this album several times. Told them that it was Pink Friday Part Two, when real in reality, it was nothing of the sort. 
nothing of the sort. There was no Pink Friday not to be found anywhere. I would say maybe it was a fuchsia. I would say maybe it was a magenta. Maybe a magenta Tuesday. It certainly did not feel like a Friday. It felt like a Tuesday. It felt like... It felt like a Wednesday when you woke up thinking that it was Thursday. You thought it was Ooh, Thursday. The worst. Yeah. It's like it was... it's hump. And then your your annoying coworker is like telling you happy hump day. Happy but hump it's like, day. I don't wanna I don't wanna hump anything, Jessica. Yeah. We're still in the middle of the week. We don't want to deal with that. Exactly. We are not humping right now. You know, no. yeah. And I just have to say, so I had made a series of memes to kind of give my reaction to the album. And I I have to say I don't typically give negative reviews much through my memes. You know, I'm always very celebratory and trying to find the positives when that my intention was never to like be super negative about this album, but I did. I I was like, this is my first kind of foray into trying to give my honest opinion without being like bashing. I didn't bash. I don't think I, no, you, you even said, I think you celebrated some of the songs. Yeah, there, I, I really do like, um, I think my favorite from the album is forward from Trini um yeah that, like, that one's dance, fun yeah dance hall song i think it's really fun um but yeah of course you know whenever you put out something into the world that doesn't necessarily agree with a certain fan base of course you're gonna have people who are oh, especially feeling, if that fan base is the barbs is the barbs saying. is the barbs and they they were not happy with me but it did bring up some really good discussion and i just i want to read a response that i had given to one of my followers because i felt like it was a really great way of how i felt about the album so they had they were joking around with me and they said it's giving petty which is on theme given that you know her husband's (laughs) last name is petty um but i said you know interesting that you use the word petty I find the entire genre of rap music to be quite petty. If I'm being really honest, it feels like rappers are bound to very strict guidelines as far as how to express their craft. And if they explore outside of those lines, they are accused of selling out or going pop for a cash grab. And then they themselves feed into this and backpedal on some of the very music that gave them mainstream notoriety and success. I find today's rap music very boring and this album fits right in for me. If you're going to hype up your album with the title of pink Friday two for an entire year and then release this, people are going to expect greatness and something innovative that put you on the map in the first place. And I do not hear that with this album. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, a, I think that's really well put. I mean, I will say like, I would say I'm more of a rap fan than you are. Yes. I really, I enjoy a lot of rap music. Like I love J Cole. I love Kendrick Lamar. You know, I love Lil Kim. I love, there's many rappers I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for me, it's like mostly, I would say like in the nineties and two yeah. thousands, even in the 2010s, there's some really good rap in the 2010s, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's my forte either, but I enjoy like a good rap track. And I, I think I mentioned this last time, but I enjoy Nikki when she is, you know, utilizing that and and being a rapper like at her best. Yeah. I, and and I, I'm again, like I can recognize when someone puts out something really good and I can recognize when someone puts out something I don't think is as good. And, yeah. you know, it's going to, and again, music is like subjective. We're all going to have different opinions, but I do not think this album is good. You know, no. I think, Pink Friday, the first one, great. You know, it's it's fun, and even the rap songs again, like did it on them, right? That's like a rap song. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. not pop. You know, that's not going into the other genres or you know, like you said, selling out or anything. Even though those a lot of those songs that quote unquote were selling out were the ones that brought the fame and notoriety and like opened up her 
her audience and, you know, built her career. Mm-hmm. I think that that's not the case on this album, though. Like, I don't think the rap songs are even good. In fact, there was very few songs that I think I'll be revisiting. Mm-hmm. I would say I, I liked maybe like three to four. Yeah. Just, I, just like you. Yep. I would say three to four for me as well. What were what what were the songs that you did like? I know that you said so, FC, FCTU. Was that one of them? FTCU, fuck, fuck the club up. That one I love. This one yeah. actually, this is one of the only ones that harkens back to maybe like a Pink Friday to me at all. Okay. So fuck it. I, yeah, yeah. I like the, <laughs> the hidden word. I was like, you know what, Nikki can say that. I'll, she, I'll allow it. She can say it. Um, she can say it. I was, yeah. I was talking to my friend about this. Like, who could say it? She could yeah. say the f word. She could say it. The f slur. She deserves it. So this this song I really do like, and I will be listening to the song, and I have been listening to the song. So okay. that was that was a fun highlight for me. I I enjoy Big Difference as well as a rap track. Mm-hmm. I, I typically for me actually like the rap some of the rap songs, but um, other than that, God, yeah. this, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying here. Other than that, I like forward from Trini as well, just because it plays with different like genres, and I like how it's like her, you know. Um, trinidadian roots yeah. I, I really like i really like that and i like the sound we were talking too about the fun like instrumentals towards the end that are just kind of chaotic yeah you know um like the like i yeah i really really like that um i don't know if i'll revisit the song a lot but i'm like okay i like that i'd like to see maybe more of or of, of that or more yeah. of that like energy on some yeah. of these songs blessings i see this is the thing i like the gospel singer on it Mm-hmm. But I don't really like any of Nikki's parts. So I don't even know if I would say that song for that reason. But I do like when the gospel singer comes on. I'm like, oh, this is great. Okay. And then the last track I actually like as well. I do like the last track. I feel like the last track resonates with me as well because I feel like she's being raw and real on this track Yeah. versus the rest of them, which just sound like that, again, like that sleepy trap beat that we've heard a hundred times that you talk about, but like, the, the uninteresting rap that just all sounds and blends together. You can't really differentiate so many of these songs, yeah. you know, and, and, and again, like the feature, you know, what's really disappointing too, is I would say like the featured artists here, apart from the gospel singer for me, yeah. Did it, didn't really do anything. Like they if you're going to collab anything. and she's got some big names on here, you know, she's got Drake. I was really excited to hear the Lil Wayne song. Yeah. Cause I, I, lo- I love some Lil Wayne. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got Future on here and, you know, I've heard some really good collabs with Future. It just isn't giving for me. And I, and again, I wanted to, I gave this album probably like three to four listens all the way through. So it's not like I just like, you know, I'm throwing in the towel and not giving it a chance. Yeah. I, I genuinely think I find it uninteresting. If someone can challenge me and tell me what's interesting about it, I would love to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I for me, I, what really lost me from the get go is the, a lot of the production. I'm just really tired of this minimalist hip hop beat with a like distorted sample that's either sped up in the background mm, or mm-hmm. just like it, it is been done to death since 2015. Like yeah. I, I'm like, let's move on from this. Hip hop is more than just that. Like we need, like, just like any other musical genre, there's more than one way to do it. And I just feel like people keep 
trying that with rap music and I'm like, you guys can do other things. Like, and, and, right. and Nikki is a talented artist and she is a talented rapper. She's able to do that. And then I'm like looking again, looking at the credits and everything. And I'm just like, I don't know. I, I just, for me, the album. So I think that's part of why I just didn't give it a full proper listen because yeah. I was like, I, I've heard this type of music a million times. And one could argue the same thing with dance music, right? I am not unaware of this. You could, and, and I do feel, I just, again, you and I have talked about this a lot, is that in recent years, music has become more and more homogenous. So whatever genre right. you are creating, it's like someone comes up with a sound, you know, or a track goes viral or whatever. And then the music industry is like, everyone in that genre, recreate that. I want to hear your take on that. And so you then right. hear these thousands of songs. It feels like that all sound the same, which again, isn't that's, that's not unheard of in the pop world either. Like for sure. Right. Like I hear you, I hear you when you say that, but there is something specifically about the rap universe where that does happen. And my thing is like, if you want to use those sleepy trap beats and that kind of minimal production, like the rap versus better be fucking good. good. And I just feel like the rap versus here. There's nothing that stood out to me really as memorable other than in, I believe, Fuck the Club Up. She's talking about Spotify and she does this kind of like Roman-esque voice where she's like, stream it on Spotify or something like that. <laughs> and I, I love that part. I think that's why I like that song so much too is because it, it harkens back to the Pink Friday. And yeah. Pink Friday, those original raps she did, even like her her mixtapes, like I loved her mixtapes, you know, when she was first coming out, like Itty Bitty Piggy and all of, and all of that because – there's whimsy. The lyrics are fun. You've never heard lyrics like that. She goes hard on some of those songs, like really hard. You're like, ooh, like you take a step back. Yeah. That's not that's not happening on this album. It feels like I've said this, I feel like this, this is a theme among many artists mm -hmm. lately. It feels like she didn't want to be there. Yes. And the project was again, the way she was pushing it, like we talked about, the thousand album covers, you know, calling it Pink Friday 2. It just was very underwhelming to listen to this mm -hmm. album. And again, I wouldn't say like, I don't even know if I would say like this album is bad. Like I wouldn't even say that. Like I think, again, there's some songs I like on it, but overall it's underwhelming, uninteresting. And I I can't say like I'll ever go back and probably listen to these songs, you know? Also, oh, I talked about this last time, but my biggest gripe in the entire world is, and Nicki Minaj is the queen of this. And I'm sorry to the barbs. Like I, I respect Nicki. I do like her, you know, but I'm just in her personality. She makes me laugh. I think she's super talented. I don't think that was showcased on this album. Just saying, but I think the sampling needs to, we need to, to take a step back. Do you know what I mean? The, the samples, back. the samples are out of control and I don't think there was a single one that was done in an interesting way. And that's the problem I have with it. Like you think about like, again, one of the more, more recent projects, right? Like Renaissance, mm -hmm. it takes, it takes a sample, it reinvents it. It turns it into something new, exciting. Like I think of like summer Renaissance, the last track, you know, it mm -hmm. harkens back to the original song that it samples, but it's still like fresh and interesting and new. It's like an entirely different song, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, None of that, that's not happening on here. She's just like rapping over these like melodies that we've heard since the 80s or 90s. You know, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, um, Heart of Glass by Blondie. Even like the, I was surprised to hear like the Billie Eilish song 
mm-hmm. in the beginning. It's just like a sped up version of a Billie Eilish song. Yeah. With, I don't even think there was much lyrics in it. I just, I, the thing is, is I just don't understand why, like if, like I was listening to, so like Pink Friday Girls, that was one that I was like, oh, this is cute, right? It samples Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And then I was like, is the song good? Or is it because I enjoy Girls Just Want to Have Fun? And I was like, that's what it is, is that I like Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It's a new interpretation of that. But I completely agree with you that the, the sloppy, lazy use of sampling has gotten really, really, really frustrating. Once in a while, it works. Once in a while, you find that 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 type of sample where you just basically kind of alter it slightly and you rap over it or sing over it or whatever, and it just works really well, you know, maybe in almost more of a, like a mashup type of style. But yeah. with these... Uh, yeah i was just kind of like and and the heart of glass one i think is probably the worst one like it's just it just feels like the way it sounds to me it's like someone is brand new to producing and they're trying something for the first time and it's like the first time that it like somewhat works right that's how it sounds to me it doesn't sound like this is an expensive project this doesn't sound like this is a legend putting out another legendary album that's not what this sounds like right and And she is a legend so it sucks yeah and i just feel like i and here's the thing i feel like if she had called the album anything else we would not be criticizing it this much we're not giving this and i don't know i don't even say that we're being harsh we're just saying that like you are one we're giving you your flowers you are Nicki minaj the queen of rap and you named this album pink friday too AKA the sequel to your debut album and arguably your best body of work. So what do we expect? We expect the queen to deliver greatness. We expect the queen to deliver to the peasants. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. And, and where, and pink Friday was not found anywhere. Like we said, not it found, it was not found, not was, found st- still searching for it in gag city. Yeah. But you know, I guess the silver lining is she announced that, for the next four weeks, she will be releasing new bonus tracks to the album mm, every week. I saw that. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if I think that the next one is a, allegedly a collaboration with Monica and Keisha Cole. So that's I'm, fun. I'm yeah. excited to hear the Monica one. To be honest, I'm yeah, excited to hear. What oh, I think that, that they're both like. on, on that. I'm not song. sure how that would sound. I'm not sure how that's. I think both. I'm not sure how that would sound. I think it's Keisha and Monica are both on the same song with her. Okay. So, so it might be about cheating. We could see. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, it could be. Knowing Keisha Cole, I feel like it could be about cheating. She's. It could be about cheating, but and I, I guess allegedly, I don't know if this is confirmed or not. I read that Fifty Cent is also going to be featured on another song, so I'm not excited about that. But congrats. <laughs> that, he's. Didn't he throw like a like he hit someone with a microphone or something recently? Isn't that what happened? He was in some I, controversy. Really? What is with the rappers yeah. and the microphones throwing him at people? I don't, I don't know. I know Cardi I think did he that. Also, yeah, I think he <laughs> he hurt hurt someone though, like pretty bad. Oh, for, from that, maybe not on purpose. Like maybe it just like hit a wrong person or something. I don't know. Sure. But yeah. I'm like okay. 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 Two quarters. Two quarters, as my dad said. Come on, two quarters. Oh, come no. on, two quarters. Calm down. Oh my god! I actually I used to love Fifty Cent, you know, and I still I still bop to some Fifty Cent songs. I'm not even gonna lie. I liked I liked Candy Shop and I liked and Dis- Disco Inferno and I liked um a little bit. So you like the singles? Just, just those, a little bit. Just those three singles. I also thought he was so hot. 
Yeah. Not for nothing. I okay. was really, really into it. And, and I also think about that Missy Elliott lyric where she's like, um, unless you 50 cent, you know, what's that from? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless you're 50 cent. Like, oh, yeah. like, unless unless you're 50 cent. In the club, I know like it. the president. Yeah. Unless you're 50 cent. What Missy Elliott song is that? Oh, it's going to drive Maybe it's I'm really hot. Maybe it's I'm really hot. It might be. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. That sounds about right. Sounds, sounds about right. But yeah, it's, again, like I, when I'm comparing Nikki to, to my other favorite rappers, I compare her. We talked about this in nauseum. So, you know, in our last episode, but Missy Elliott is a great example of someone who is putting out or, you know, did at the, at the kind of like highlight of her career in the early 2000s, put out like rap music. Like she was rapping. Do you know what I mean? Like she was giving you that, but mm -hmm. it was interesting, fun, fresh, exciting. The beats were so fun. Like she got some of the best beats, you know, obviously Timbaland worked really close with her, but there is just like that missing for me. There's like, right. Where maybe she, maybe she, maybe too, like a lot of it is like, she needed better producers, collaborators, you know, people to hop on. I don't the know. The music industry is truly in shambles right now. Honestly, like I, I feel like, you know, I know that streaming is the way of the world and, and, you know, basically the music industry has been like fighting tooth and nail, like to like be, I don't even know, but like ever since the Napster days, once music went digital, the music industry has been frantically trying to figure out how to make it work and how to be successful. And obviously like it's happening, but what we are seeing, what we have been seeing, I would say in recent years, especially within the last decade is we are seeing quality of music decline. We're seeing songs get shorter and shorter. We're seeing dozens and dozens of songwriters on one song for a two minute song. We're seeing yeah. eight producers on one track. We're right. seeing all of the same. Everything sounds the same. And you know what? This is like related but unrelated. But like even stuff that's now getting uploaded to streaming, like older stuff, um, you know, it's it, obviously nostalgia is huge right now. So artists are putting, you know, old singles and, and things like mm -hmm. that onto streaming and, you know, all their old EPs and things like that. And I'll use this as an example. Uh, so there's a, an artist from the 80s. Her name is Shannon. Um, she has a song yep. called Let the Music Play. That was like her big hit. She did some like updated remixes. And give Me Tonight. And Give Me Tonight. Famous. Um, and she did some updated remixes in the early 2000s for like a special remix EP or whatever. And yeah. um, she... Uh, finally put that particular remix EP onto streaming. And so I was like, Oh yeah, I'm finally going to like listen to this. Cause I, instead of having to go to YouTube and listen to like unofficial rips, the <laughs> right. first track was so quiet. I had my noise cancellation things on and mm -hmm. I could hear everything around me. I was like, I'm supposed to be like banging out to this remix right now. And banging out to I sound so old, banging out to this remix. But I'm just like, just but banging it out. But my the point is that I'm trying to make is that I was like, no one took the time to think like, should we remaster this? Should we like make sure the audio right. levels are like, right? Why know, don't they? They don't care. They don't care. I'm like, no one cares. No one cares. I'm like, we are music consumers. You know, sure, like. We're, sure we're not like buying mp3s and albums and whatnot the way we used to anymore but we're still right. paying a, a monthly service for you know to have access to this stuff like it's and it's and we still want to consume the artistry like we want to consume it you know what yeah. i mean like music music is a lifesaver it it's really like, is it's, it's so important so 
it, it sucks that like I feel like I, I absolutely agree with you. The, the music industry is in shambles, and I hope I hope that we have like a renaissance of sorts. Oh, of you sorts. know, speaking of renaissance, yes, you saw the film. I, I did. am, and you're seeing it tomorrow again. Um, I'm seeing it. Tomorrow. I'm supposed to see it on Monday or Tuesday this week. I'm very excited, but you loved it. I loved it. The movie. I don't even know how to accurately describe it, but it is truly a work of art. I mean, it's two hours and 48 minutes. It felt like 15 minutes to me because it's just every shot is stunning. You get almost the entire concert plus all sorts of amazing behind the scenes footage from how the show was conceptualized to kind of introduction to the team and the dancers and mm -hmm. the DJs. And like, there's a whole part with Kevin prodigy who does the run, 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 And like just everything you see her, like kind of tour Houston, you it's everything is just so well. The done. cute clip with blue Ivy going, um, you have to do diva. You have to do diva. You, she's like, mom, you can't cut those songs. And she's like, blue, I love you, but you can't just cut people off. And then as soon as she's saying off, it cuts right back into her performing diva. And it's just, it, the entire theater it. erupted with laughter. Like it was just such a well done. I can't wait to erupt. Oh my, you are going to erupt. <laughs> I can't wait to do it again tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow with my friend Jill and Davis. And they, so Jill, I've seen Beyonce in concert with three times. So this is going to be a really special moment for us because we just absolutely love her. And mm. um, you got to go with the, the Beehive. You got to go with Beehive. You got to go with the Beehive. Yeah. So wait, are, I, I would double check your theater because I think that it's only playing Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, have to, oh. we'll have to check it out. Yeah, I hope not. We'll have to check it out. But if not, I mean, I'm, I'm going to see it next week at some point, even if I have to go by myself, TBH. Yeah, but not TBH, T T to be honest, to be honest, not me saying TBH, TBH. Um, the, the way that you talk about it, though, makes me laugh because you talk about seeing Renaissance. You're like, I have to see it again as if like it's a ride at Disney World. Oh, it that, is though. That that is how you are treating this experience. Oh, one hundred percent. I want to go down <laughs> that roller coaster a million times, hands in the air, and just like tip, tip, tip well, on well, the hardwood X, floors. XO's playing. XO's playing. Oh my god! Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <gasps> Speaking of, well, wait a minute before we go into this. So I read right before we we hopped on to record. You guys peek behind the curtain. We are, this is our second recording of this episode. I, I'm i a flop and I, yeah. we You're recorded- You're flop Tina Aguilera. Flop Tina Aguilera and I complete, we recorded an entire episode and at the very end of the episode, we realized that my mic was not plugged in properly. And so we had horrible sound quality and yeah. But so right before I logged on to record today, um, Twitter was telling me that they're, the streets are now saying- the Renaissance the visuals are coming out on the 10 year anniversary. Oh of... yeah. I saw you post this on yeah. Instagram. So yeah. you, the, I am taking you... it with a mountain sized grain of salt, but that would be kind of 100%. Cool. I told you, I, at this point, it's like euphoria. I just, I just, I don't know how to feel about it anymore. I'm not even going to get excited about anything. If it happens, it happens. Great. But I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not expecting anything to okay. be released. Okay. Personally. Do you know what I mean? I would be shocked. I'd be shocked. Yeah. Um, that would be great, though. That would be great. It kind of makes sense because it is the 10-year anniversary coming up of Beyonce's self-titled album, 
which right. was an album not only for known for its digital drop, but also known for kind of reinventing the wheel as far as making a music video for every song on the album, single or not in a single, you know? Yeah. And really just elevated music releases in general to a whole new level. The digital drop changed the game. She changed the game. Literally. Beyonce she, is such an innovator. She she is. She, she The reason why music is now released on Fridays is because of Beyonce's digital drop. Name another. Name another legend. I Madonna. also Well, <laughs> sure. I'll give you that. Um, no, but I, I also said, I think I said this last time, but... You know, this also for me was the thing that cemented Beyonce as like an artist for me. Yeah, like I felt like she didn't give a fuck how this was going to perform. It didn't feel that way. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like she was doing it for the charts, for Billboard, whatever. It was like, I'm going to give you all of these songs, these music videos. This is a project that I'm releasing. It's yep. something that I created. I'm proud of and I'm giving it to you. And that was like a pivotal point in her career where, where that kind of image of her changed. And I really believe that has like cemented her legendary status in my brain. And it made me view differently of her. And there is something about her since then where it's like, we need it now. Like we, we can't wait to hear what she does, you know? And so I, this album for me was, has been my favorite Beyonce album until Renaissance came along. So now I would say this album is number two for me, but this album is so damn good. It's it so is good. The textures. so damn good. It aged so well. It yeah. aged so well. The textures, the textures, the textures of the sounds. Like it's truly the way the album is produced, the way that all of the little sound bites from her past are kind of weaved in throughout the album and also in the videos. Like it's just so well done the way that there, there are several songs that are like two parters, you know, um, it's truly a masterpiece and I completely agree with you with it being cementing the way like it put her into a new category of of not just being a big artist and a big star like she's like in her in a league of her own now I feel like totally because, she's because Rosie O'Donnell she's Rosie O'Donnell what <laughs> in a league of you've never seen a league of their own oh a, a league, league of, of their own. own yes 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 got it got it got it I was like wait it took a while it took a while when we got took, there it took a while it took a while yeah um, baseball Baseball, because baseball, softball, not, baseball, softball, balls, sports ball, soccer ball, you name it, ball. Um, oh wait, 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 ready? What? Oh. <laughs> and there we go, folks. <laughs> You're welcome. That's remember when we were talking about good production. That right there <laughs> is good production, right? You're there. welcome, everyone. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. You know what's interesting though is that so I, I love this kind of career trajectory with Beyonce because you know it, as much as I love pop music and you know we I rant and rave about pop music all day long. My least favorite I didn't Beyonce, know that. right? My least favorite Beyonce album is "I Am Sasha Fierce," arguably her most pop album. It is. It just is. It oh, did, we agree that that album is horrible. It does not age well. So this yeah. is what's interesting, though, is that then out comes four, which saw her. Uh, she is no longer being managed by her dad, and she's nope. kind of taking the reins into a new artistic approach. We start to see. We start to see the changes. We start to see the change, and also we see that the changes. is her favorite album. Probably a lot of that her has favorite, to do with it. Yep, her favorite yeah. album did not have any top ten singles from that album. Um. But then after that, she 
uh, you know, famously had blue Ivy and then she performed at the Super Bowl and then came Beyonce, the self-titled mm-hmm. album. And this album, just that kind of trajectory that she took, she it's very clear that she took the time to really think about how she wanted to be as an artist. Did she want to be a singles artist? Did she want to be an album artist? I mean, she talks about this in her Life is But a Dream documentary, but she's she was basically like, nobody puts out bodies of work anymore. And her goal is every time to release an album and she wants to make sure it is an experience and a body of work. And that's what I love so much about her. And I just feel like- Same. And it always is. Yeah. It always is. Always an experience. And I feel like her work just gets better and better. Yeah. And we can see that because both you and I believe Renaissance is her best album. Mm -hmm. And my favorite era of hers, you know, to experience it right now is just so exciting. So exciting. It is, it's my absolute favorite album of hers. And for her to be putting out my favorite album of hers, like this late in the game, you know, is just incredible because, you know, she's put out bops since the nineties with Destiny's Child. Yeah. Yep. I was I, like, say, I she's... fucking love Destiny. You don't know. You don't understand how much I loved Destiny's Child. Yeah. Like no, I love them. Love, love Destiny's Child. I had I had a, a poster of her Beyonce with like her titties out on the floor <laughs> on my wall. I love I think because I took it out of my CD case. You know, like you know the Survivor album. Yeah. So I believe when you open it up, it was a poster. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I I plopped that on my wall, and I'm like, see, I like girls. I like girls. My son is obsessed with women. The women. It's Beyonce. The women. Beyonce, Calandria, and Michelle. It, yeah. And I, I love that damn poster. I it, love that album. I love Destiny's Child. I love you, DC. You know, I actually brought my Destiny's Child CDs to a youth group once to prove in the album liner notes that they are Christians because they were saying that they were not Christian because of the way that they dressed. So I brought, <laughs> I brought in my little CD liners and I was like, I am going to prove it to you all that these women are Christian women. And yeah, I'm not going to compromise my Christianity because <laughs> my mama taught me better than that. <laughs> I'm a survivor. I, yeah, I love that. What's your favorite destiny's child song? Oh, uh. I don't know if I can answer this right now. <gasps> I think I, I think I can answer it. I, I, for me. I'd, I'd, I'd have to think about it. I would have to think about it. But I think for me, it's pretty an easy pick just because I think that this I, I love that they kind of really ended on a high note as far as being a girl group goes. And yeah. um, uh, what if I said stand in love? Do you know that one? No, I, I to be honest with you, I did not have the last album either. Like so, I like the singles off of it. I like, you know, lose my breath and um. Yeah, okay. Standard- I even like cater to you. I love, I love an anti-feminist. Yeah, song. <laughs> right, <I'm kidding>. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, "Stand in Love" was their like single from their number one's compilation album. It's, okay, it's not that great of a song. It's like a just a very standard ballad. Um, yeah. So no, but my favorite song is "Lose My Breath." I love. It's a great song. And what that, that song's a banger! Twenty, twenty next year, right? Twenty years old. Congratulations! She can almost drink. She can almost drink. That's crazy. I would say, like, for me at Y2K, Destiny's Child, like, you know, Mm -hmm. 90s, early 2000s, like, very, very early 2000s is my favorite. Yeah. So, and, you know, this might, this might be, like, I want to give you a deep cut, but I really think Say My Name might be my favorite. That's great. It's classic. I just just think it's a perfect song. And, you know, I I just want to interject a little story about this. So, when I, um, 
was a kid, right? Like, you, you know, you know, when you're a kid, like, you don't, I mean, when I was, I was like young, right? Like when Say My Name came out. Yeah. I didn't know what the song was called. I just heard it on the radio and I knew I wanted it. Yeah. So I went to the store and I, I eventually, cause I had the Survivor album, but I was like, I really want to say my name song. And I know it's, I know it's somewhere, you know, uh-huh. I didn't know what it was called, but I was like, it's gotta be one of these albums. They released like a remix album. Like this is the remix, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah. So my like dumb little ass, because I didn't know what the song was called. I'm like, okay. Oh, I, I saw that it was on there and I'm like, oh my God, it's gotta be on here. But I didn't even like record you know couldn't even comprehend it was like a remix album yeah so i got home when i tell you the rage that filled me as like a what six seven year old eight year old whatever without there there was no say my name on the album it was a remix of say my name remix. and i think this is why i don't like remixes as a whole oh my I god it, that i makes think sense. this is why i'm making i'm making a connection right now why i'm not a huge remix guy is because i was heart broken i bet you that i was think the, i cried i, I threw a tantrum that's so that would be very you i would expect <laughs> that would, i would expect nothing less than for you to cry and, and throw a tantrum and I for not getting but the, i couldn't explain song. it so my i remember like i couldn't explain to my parents like we got to go back and get the right cd they're like no oh my gosh that is so funny and th- see yeah. to everyone out there like streaming you would never run into this issue you can never run into this issue now <laughs> no this is where like you you are no. from a small town you go to the cd store you, you drive 15, 30 minutes out of your way to go to the CD store to find this CD and you pay what, $20 for it. And then you don't even get the song that you wanted. And <laughs> I would sure say don't. that song, I want to say if, if, if I remember correctly, I think that's the Timbaland remix. So was that like mm-hmm. a, was it the, was that what it was? Yeah. I pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was like, I just remember it was like, this is the remix, but, it, um, you better say my name. Like, I think that's how the, the melody goes for the remix. I, yeah, I, I, and so I think for me, though, kind of going back to what I was saying, that song has always been special for me because it's kind of like this gem I never got to have. Okay, you know? yeah. And so even though it's one of the, probably their most popular song, arguably, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, I mean, I love Writings on the Wall. I like, uh, you know, I love Survivor. I just love. No, no, no. Those, I love no no no. I love, I no, love no, no 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 no. That's how I that's so how I felt. Good. They're first. I was really into drawing as a kid, and I used to Same. always gay. draw. So gay. I used to draw. I used to draw. So I drew lots of women to the point where with giant. Titties. We have the same. Life. Giant, we have the same life, Jeff. The titties that I drew on these women were <laughs> like cock destroyer breasts. Like R.I.P. These, by the way, yeah. R.I.P. Sophie. Oh my god, R.I.P. Sophie. No, same. I yeah. need, I, I loved cleavage. Cleavage, and I can. When I go home for Christmas, I am going to pull out these sketchbooks and send you the photos of these things. Why are we not like, straight? Because. I don't get like it's so funny because okay so let me just paint a picture like I I would I was obsessed with like gods and goddesses and, like mythical creatures and things like that so I would always draw my favorite pop stars as like these deities and mm, but there was funny. and so I remember drawing the Destiny I took a photo from the Destiny's Child their first album I took a photo they were all wearing like these black outfits and I drew them as mermaids Ooh. it was so fun but then just there was a goddess that i was drawing once she had enormous breasts and was she wearing clothes no she's wearing like the tiniest cloth <laughs> covering her nipples areolas in real life would be 
fully exposed. We are, we are, we are just, we had the same life. Like, I can't believe that we, like, I can't, I can't believe it. Then the amount of muscles that I gave them, because there were some men that I drew to, but like the, like the amount of muscles that I gave, it didn't matter who you were, how you identified. I gave you 12 pack of abs. Interesting. I gave, I gave you your forearms. You looked like you masturbated for four weeks straight. Your forearms (laughs) were just thick as a tree trunk. You had the most defined quads you've ever seen. You know, action figures found dead. Like it was insane. See, I would, I would draw, I was, so that's, that's where we differ a little bit is I would same, like I was obsessed with drawing females, drawing huge boobs on them. And then like a, a piece of floss over the, over covering the nipples floss. and the, and the, and to be quite frank, the downstairs area as well. Right. So like yeah. literally, literally dent, minty dental floss as a bikini, yeah. like picture that. Yeah. And then they're so they'd have these <laughs> these huge huge boobs but then the 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 arms spaghetti oh the legs, okay the legs spaghetti you said absolutely no muscle whatsoever they 95 pounds and i would say like over half of the body weight was coming from the breasts from the breasts yeah yeah i know. love that i love that that's Giant i think boobs. that's that's probably that's probably too like why you and many you and me and many other gay kids growing up like we're why we love seeing like you know, the cock destroyers are a good example. Yeah. We, we love that kind of extreme because yeah. it's so, it's so ultra feminine. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like so ultra feminine. Ultra feminine. I wonder where it started because I'm like, in, I'm trying to think of like who, where did I see this like imagery of, a, and maybe it was because I loved X-Men as a kid. So maybe it was like in the comic books, you do see these like I hyper, mean, you know, the first, cleav- the first, the first cleavage I can remember being obsessed with was Beyonce's on the Survivor album. Okay. Well, there you go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying. She said, let me just show saying. you some tickle bitties, baby. Yeah. yeah Jennifer love huge tits. <laughs> Let's go bang. Let's go bang. Let's go bang. A song do we don't talk about enough. We we don't talk about enough. In fact, you <laughs> nobody's intru- talking about you it. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever talked about it. And you're <laughs> the one that introduced me to that. And I remember just being completely floored that that song even exists. Jennifer Love Hewitt's music career. That could be a whole episode for us. Yeah. Another another day. Another day. Another day. Another day. Bare naked. Bare naked. Bare naked and I. <laughs> can take it i love like an early y2k like actress doing music and mm-hmm. it flopping like that's one of my favorite areas of life you know what's funny though is that for me like when that song came out I remember it premi- i think i want to say it premiered on trl and mm-hmm. i felt like it because it did that i was like it's a hit I didn't pay much attention to the charts. Same. Yeah. No, one hundred if, if it was on TRL or the VH1 Top 20 Countdown, I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a a global smash hit I'm like, this in is my brain. The biggest star in the world right now. <laughs> the wealthiest well, person to ever exist. Well, you, you know what though? That song was on Got Hits. So Got Hits was like the um the you know the ugly stepchild of now that's what I call music. Oh, sure. Yeah. So Got Hits Volume 1. And they also would randomly put songs from, like, the 80s and 90s on it, too. So it wasn't just, like, of, like, you know, 2000, 2001 or whatever. It was, mm-hmm. like, I always thought that was so weird. Like, they had Straight Up by Paula Abdul. That's how I was introduced to Paula Abdul was through Got Hits. So thank you, Got Hits. Thanks, Got um, Hits. 
but they put bare naked was on that album oops gotcha gotcha hit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bare naked by jennifer love hewitt was on that album okay and, and they said you know what it is a hit they said this we is got them this is we got them and and we're gonna give you an, a smash hit is it gonna smash chart hit. in the billboard hot 100 mm, probably not but it's gonna it's well, a you, hit know, in our you know what else was on this album too was it was days go by by dirty vegas which is a great song. Great song. I great dance song. I love um, me some Y2K dance music. Take it holds back. up so well too. It's like so. It does. Current, current. I wish someone would do something with it. Yeah. Ooh. See, Nikki, maybe, maybe use that as a sample and figure out a unique way to use it. Just an Days idea. Days go by. What? It's like kind of a sexy song. Days go by and until I think of you. He- also, the the heaven DJ Sammy remix. Heaven. Sammy. Oh. I was obsessed with that so song. Good. Yeah. With so that good. song. You know, so good. Uh, Kylie Minogue kind of samples that song in her Aphrodite version of On a Night Like This when she did when she did that mm. concert. She kind of mm-hmm. used, utilizes that synth that dun 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 dun. Yeah. It's and that, really good. that tracks because they kind of live in the same world. I guess yeah. you would say 100%. Yeah. yeah. So good. Ooh, oh, I, I love that. That was, it's actually a really good compilation CD now that I'm thinking about it. That's good. That's why yeah. Paul Abdul was on there though. Yeah. They would, they would throw like a few in there. I'm like, what? I'm like, here's a but I, but I loved it. Yeah. But I loved it. You know, I wasn't mad. They had try again by Leah on there. Remember that? Fun. Yeah. It was so, got hits. Got hits. We got them. Got hits. Ooh. Now that's what I call music. Got your hit. Got your hit. Ooh, got your hit. Got your hit. Got your hit. Well, should we do a quick little track by track of the Beyonce's album just for fun, just for just to see if we can have yeah, anything? Let's, we- let's let's do a quick track by track, but like really spend time on the ones we want to highlight. You know? Yeah. That yeah. That sounds like a good idea. So Perfect. going back to this self titled album, you know, sorry for the long tangent there. By the way, we this is, we really did that. We did disclose in our information when we made this podcast that it would be unhinged, and that's just what it is. That we're unhinged, so, and we're also scientists. Just don't ever forget that. We're scientists who talk about big-breasted drawings of women it's and how important. that, if there's one thing that bonds gay kids together, it's that. Giant titties. And <laughs> that is just, you know, that's market research. It's science. And you know. You know what gives Giant Titty energy? This Beyonce album. It sure does. And she starts off with a banger with Pretty Hurts, written by Sia. Written in Sia Furler's basement. Sia Furler's basement, just trapped in there. She said, I'm going to write you a song, Beyonce. And here it is. Trapped in the basement. (laughs) Next up, we have Ghost and Haunted. So on the CD, just under the one title Haunted, but on the videos, Ghost has its own video. Haunted has its own video. Right. And I, mm, one of your favorites. This, I would say, if, if you had to put a gun in my head right now, I would say this is my favorite Beyonce song. It's so good. I, would, I mean, I might have to think about it a little more, but this song is nothing short of a masterpiece. It's perfection. It Again, you know, we, we talked about how, like, these two-minute songs, especially with the Nicki Minaj Pink Friday 2 of it all, there's a lot of that on there, mm-hmm. where they just don't take you on a journey. Mm-hmm. this song takes you on a complete journey. There's complete. so many switch-ups, so many, like, you know, changes, wonderful layering, vocals, like, these kind of, like, it sounds like like a ghost, like ghosty kind of vocals mm-hmm. on some of the track. And then I love the little, like, affectations. There's, like, this weird, like, bark sound that they throw in there. Yeah. And it's it also when the, when the 
it's like this the kind of ballad in the middle and then the beat drops oh my god oh. then when okay. the beat drops it is just i feel ex- like excellence. i it is excellence i feel regal and tribal and just powerful i could take over the world at that moment i'm like hold on this is the next 15 seconds i can do anything literally anything. i could do anything 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 yeah beautiful videos gorgeous music videos two of my favorite beyonce videos to be completely honest like absolutely this album had a lot of great music videos but yeah great absolutely music videos so, uh yeah shout out to ghost and haunted next up we have without saying drunken love the the biggest hit from the album peaked at number two um, very vine vine energy vine, of the vine era vine energy surfboard surfboard you know I love the song, not my favorite Beyonce song. Just, just gonna just gonna say that to the to the fans out there. But we we love you, Drunken Love. Next up, we have another two part song, Blow and Cherry. Uh, titled as Blow on the on the Blow. album. Um, yeah. but Blow, the Blow portion produced by Pharrell Williams, the Cherry portion produced by uh, Timbaland and Justin Timberlake, and great. And song. when you say that, and when you say that too, like it makes sense why I like the song because I love all of them. All of you them. Know? As it, producers, as, as songwriters, as, as artists, I love all of those men. I mean, Justin Timberlake, you know, he's got a, I got a bone to pick with him. I'm not gonna lie, but I, I, in terms of like musically, they always do it for me yeah, for the most part. Very talented. So this song as well would go in probably my top five Beyonce songs. It's just fucking fun. It's awesome. It's her being really kind of like grown woman, sexy. Yeah. Like she really gets sexy, and she even says, I think like. This is for all you grown women out there, or whatever. Like she's like, not for the kids. So if you're a kid, you know, turn it off because this is for the grown woman. Earmuffs, because we're about to tear some cherries out. We're about to we're tear about to tear some cherries out. We're about oh. to get funky and groovy and roller rink around to this song. Roller freaking rink. And it's it's too good. Next up we've got No Angel. No Angel, written by our girl Ms. Caroline Polachek. Shout out to you. Blows my mind. Blows yeah. my mind. She must have been how old at this point? Like what, t- early twenties? Like maybe even late I would say teens? like like fetus. Yeah, she was a zygote. Yeah, and she said, "Hey, I think so she's knocking on her mom's you know womb, and she's like, wait, hold on, I've got a Beyonce song really quick. Someone give me a pen. Now. Yeah, someone give me a pen. So good. I'll have to re I'll have to re listen to it because I it's not one I ever revisit, and you so know, I want to. You know what? Today I was going through because I'm just fiending for the Renaissance film and and really hoping we get a live album i was looking at i was watching the one of the interludes from the tour i think it was the opulence interlude and they use mm. it, it's like a it was that like house track and they used the uh vocals from no angel in that and it's just the way interesting that they, yeah and okay. it, 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 i had forgotten about that i was like oh my gosh this yeah. is brilliant it's not a uh, song that ever stuck out to me that's fair it's it's i really like it but yeah that's i i totally get that um it's yeah, so the next next we've got another another banger. We've got Yonsei and Partition. <sighs> this is the one that stuck out to me right from the get when Same. I first heard this. I was in my dorm room on my bed, just shocked that she just had released this album. Yeah. And I remember being like, when oh my god, when the beat dropped was boom, 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 I don't think boom, I've ever boom. been more blown away. I don't think I've ever had such a visceral reaction to something in such a positive way. Yeah. Like I told, I think I told you, like, I felt like all of my hair burned off. Like it was an explosion. My eyebrows sizzled off. Sizzled. There was nothing left but like a smooth 
face. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It was your first. I didn't even know what to do. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Did you ever roll up the partition? She did that. She really did. Oh my God. It's so good. It goes without saying. It's so good. So good. Also, two, another two great music videos. She looks stunning. Stunning in these videos. Uh, it was also my instant favorite. Instant favorite when it when it first came out. Um, next up, we've got Jealous. One of my favorite music videos of hers. So good. So good. Love her. Love I'm her hair jealous. in that. Um, yes. Yeah. Just absolutely stunning. Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. I, I told my friend Chase, we were, we were talking about her because he's like a huge Beyonce fan. Like it's, it's his number one. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, I said, I don't think there's a more beautiful pop star that I can think of than Beyonce. I don't think, I don't, I really think she's the most beautiful pop star maybe we've ever had. And we've she's, had a lot of beautiful, we've had a lot of beautiful ones. She's but truly really stunning. Even like, like I don't, make, she's, per, it's, per, she's perfect. Like make, symmetry. Makeup free. I am like, fuck you. Like, how dare you? You did wake up like this. I know that, I know that's not like a, you know, like a groundbreaking comment to say, right? But I'm just saying, like, she is fucking stunning. 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 Yeah. Next up, we've got Rocket Sex Jam. Ooh, grown woman sexy music. Let me sit this, this ass was for her on husband. you. Yep. The way she says ass when, when she emphasizes the ass, this, this has to go. On your slow jam like sex playlist, it has to be on there. Yeah, it's a ha- classic. Now. Has to, and th- there's a behind the scenes video online of her recording this song, and there's she does a couple vocal riffs that didn't make the final cut, but wow! Like, if you ever have the time, go out there and check it out. It's 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 incredible. Rocket to waterfalls. Rocket to waterfalls. Next up, we've got mine, another one of my personal favorites on the album. Yeah, great. Um, this is a great beat. It's got a great, great like, beat, and yeah, and another song that really takes you on a journey. It has kind of like that that intro another beautiful video i love cloth in a video <laughs> and both, i love yeah. that both this and ghost are like very cloth clothy. definitely i love and, the ghost video yeah and so yeah. um but yeah just the way that like those like tribal drums kind of come in and you know what's interesting too i'm not a giant drake fan but like it seems like the songs that he's ever involved with with beyonce i guess there's only two but um i love both of them I love his vocals on this track. I think it complements her so well. So good. And I, I, you know, and this is going back, like, because, you know, what's funny is Drake was on Nikki's album. So I'm like kind of comparing it in my head right now just because mm-hmm. it's so fresh. But like, I felt like he added nothing to that Nikki song. Whereas yeah. this, it's like, it was very harmonious. It works so well. And it really is like a, a great song. Excellent song. Excellent. Yeah. Next Wonderful. up, we've got XO. XO. Ryan Tutter. XO. I Such a cute song. Such a fun song, mm-hmm. very like go to the carnival with your bae, you know, yep. and I'm sure that's like because of the video too, but that's what I think of. And um, it's really fun. Not one I revisit a lot, um, if I'm being honest, but I do like the song yeah. a lot. I love the song. I have a very cute memory. Shout out to Max Vinema. Uh, you and I made out on the dance floor to that song at Rockies and it was just such a magical moment. It was like, it was just one of those nights where like, it was kind of a random night. I was out with a few friends. We decided that we wanted to go to Rockies to go dancing. Rockies is like this hipster bar here in Grand Rapids and Friday nights. I don't know if they still do this, but they used to have just like this, like dance party. Um, and we, we were there and we just saw each other across the way and we got closer and closer to each other and we just started dancing together and we were making out to the song and it was just mind blowing. I loved it. Um, 
Next up, we've got Flawless and Bow Down. Flawless. Flawless. What a... This had such a moment, like a viral moment on Vine. Like, and, and, you know, we I think we talked a little bit about this last time, but this is like on every t-shirt. This this has made its way in the culture. Like it's embedded in our culture. Like I woke up like this. You hear that everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes you forget. You're like, oh, yeah, it's from a Beyonce song. That's where it originated. Yeah. But like it is everywhere. Like this song has totally like just exploded into something I never would have thought. I love this song so much. And specifically, I love the monologue you know the speech in in the song i used to be able to recite it yeah and i i i'm i've apologized if i butcher her name is it chimanda chimanda yeah i'm not sure and but yeah no her speech is absolutely incredible it's so good and there's so good i have to shout this out my friend jill and i we laughed about this a lot so this is like also when like gift culture really started becoming huge through texting and things like that and so right. someone had mislabeled a gif of this like so they took like a you know gif from the music video and instead of uh, it they had the subtitles on it but instead of i woke up like this it was i woke up this way and it was beyonce going like this <laughs> i woke up this way we laugh about it all the time we're like i woke up this way <laughs> <laughs> that's like derpy beyonce like what is that exactly yeah so funny but also excellent. i love that she shades i i love it's like skeleton crew four stars right i love that part i love yeah. the announcer it's uh, so the hip-hop rapping girls time girls time and that's why that's why it has uh that's why it starts uh with three stars because of that very moment in time uh next up we've got superpower the frank ocean song also a great example of someone who I feel like lends their vibe really well to the song. Like it's a very Frank Ocean sounding song to me. It's very like bouncy and, and um, an enjoyable listen. I really like the song. It's, I think it's a song that a lot of people I've heard, like not their favorite and it takes time to maybe grow on you a little bit, but I love, yeah, I love this song. I love Frank Ocean. So tough love. I love that part. Tough love. Uh, it's so good. Um, next up after that, we've got Heaven. Very sad song. Beautiful song. Beautiful uh, song. Makes me cry. Beautiful song. Makes you, me cry. You said there was a, a moment with the woman dancing in the video, right? That you absolutely love. That's one of my favorite music videos ever. Like I said, I had, an ex- I had a spiritual experience. There's something so beautiful about seeing that woman be very connected and in tune with her body and dance in the church. Mm -hmm. And it felt like she was talking to God. Like it was so beautiful. And whoever's, I don't know if Beyonce had a lot to do with that choice of like hiring this dancer, you know, whatever, but like, it's just one of the most memorable things for me in my brain over the last, like, you know, 10 years. Like I just, I appreciate it so much. I love it. It's so good. And then uh, last but not least, we've got blue. Not a song I I visit. It's not one of my favorites either. It is a it is a really cute song. I do like it, um, but yeah, I don't go out of my way often to revisit it. But it is a beautiful song. If, if I if I go to the album and I want to listen to it all the way through, I will I will listen to it. Um, and then my bone that I need to pick with Beyonce, just just one one little bone is pick, I, pick I'm, the bone. I need the audio to grown woman to be mm. put on streaming. Right. Interesting choice to put the music video as a bonus video on the video feature of this album. But not not the audio. But not the audio. But yeah. what's really interesting is that um, 
Grown Woman was originally supposed to be the lead single from this album. Now, as far as like how the original project was supposed to be unveiled and released, I am unsure. And I, I don't know if anyone actually knows, but um, at the beginning of 2013, Beyonce did like a Pepsi commercial where Grown Woman was used in that commercial. She started performing it on tour. Um, she also then did the H&M ad with Standing on the Sun. Oh, and one of my favorites. So good. And yeah, these these songs ended up being bonus tracks in one way or another. We got the Standing on the Sun remix from the bonus edition of the the album. And then we've, but Grown Woman has never seen the light of day as far as like its audio. What's even even crazier to me, there I don't know if this platform still exists. There's a platform called Beatport and it's for DJs specifically like for remixes. And it was a place where DJs could get high quality remixes for their DJ sets. Beyonce mm-hmm. released an official remix EP for Grown Woman and I think Standing on the Sun on that platform. So Is it like related to title at all or no? I don't think it's related to title. And that so those remixes, there's like a slew of club remixes for both put up on that platform, but never put on streaming. In fact, there's a lot of remix EPs that she had made for these songs. I know that um Partition had a bunch of remixes. Blow had a bunch of really great remixes. Uh, Drunken Love had a bunch of great remixes. Um, Pretty Hurts had a bunch of great remixes. And she did, and Flawless also even had a couple remixes and none of them have been released to streaming. So I'm very curious as to why, why that is. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm very, yeah, because Grown Roman is one of your favorites and I feel like it's a lot of fans, like they, they want to hear the same, same thing. I would love to hear it on streaming as the audio version too. In fact, I want to revisit it because I don't really like, I don't think about it because it is the music video. You know, I don't think about Mm -hmm. listening to it that way. Yeah. So I just don't listen to it. But, you know, she did release, you know, that being said too, we got the Beyonce like platinum edition with all the bonus songs. Mm -hmm. And so there's also those, I would say most famously, like at the, at the time, like the height of Vine and filming on your own camera, as Doja says, Mm-hmm. Camera, camera. I love saying it like that. I can't. I can't say it any other way. Camera, Seven um, Eleven, such a fun song. So good. I mean, it's so, such a good song to put on if you like want to go out with your friends. You know, yeah. Want to go to the gym? Like, get hyped up. Like, it's just a great, great little little bop. So fun fact: my friends uh, Mercedes and Landon went to Vegas one year, and they actually recreated that music video uh, in their hotel room, and it was like perfect they i wish that they still had it they had it like password protected on like vimeo or something but it was like the perfect they did like the high speed type of thing as well like it was perfect it was so good maybe you and i can do that we should <laughs> oh my gosh we should the next time i'm in atlanta we're doing it we can do that we will also recreate uh, me against the music and you can be madonna and i'll be Brittany. perfect and can we try to put together like your bed frame we'll we'll, we'll go to ikea yeah okay we'll, we'll, let's just film it at ikea Okay, we'll film it at IKEA, and then we'll just do it. We'll do it in Aaron's bedroom, so that so that we don't have to dirty your bedroom. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the bonus, the other uh, bonus new song on the Platinum Edition is "Ring Off," which is a nice little dedication to her mama. Um, cute song, Miss Tina. Miss Tina, not my favorite Beyonce song, but it's cute. Cute song. No, not one, not one I revisit. Full yeah. disclosure. Yeah, and then the rest were just remixes, which I, you know I love a remix, but I have to say. Uh, probably the most famous remix from it is the flawless remix with Nicki Minaj. Uh, um, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's there. And And we, 
we acknowledge that. We and acknowledge that it's there. That happens. That happens. It's a moment in time. It's on there. If you want to listen to it, press yeah. play. Yeah. I want to take a moment. So just something that's really interesting is that um, before this album was released, she had released Bow Down as part of another, uh, like it was part together with another song called I've Been On. And I've Been On was finally released as a bonus track to the Homecoming uh, live album because she performed mm. that song at during the Homecoming uh, concert. Um, but yeah, so originally Bow Down was part of I've Been On. And so, but yeah, for one reason or another, decided to leave it off the album and combine it with think, Flawless. You would think, oh yeah, I was going to say like, bow down bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bow down bitches. Bow, bow down bitches. Um, yeah. Do you, I forget. Do you, I know that you like Standing on the Sun. Do you like the Standing on the Sun remix or not really? I want the OG. You want the OG. That's right. I want the OG. I want the H&M OG version. Mm-hmm. I do have it. I have it downloaded like yeah. from years and years ago. Thank God yeah. for leaks. <laughs> thank God for that. Uh, thank God for YouTube MP3 back in the day or whatever I was using oh before, before I went to streaming. It's it's so weird. Like what a, what a feral time. You just what a feral time. memories back when I used to DJ all the time. If there were songs that I couldn't use or I wanted to use a little soundbite, I would use that constantly. YouTube to MP3. And sometimes, sometimes it wasn't bad. It wasn't, wasn't bad. bad. No. There, especially if you if the file was quality enough on YouTube, I couldn't that's hear how, a difference. That's how I got um, – I hope, I hope Miss Elizabeth Grant doesn't hold this against me, but that's how I got all of her unreleased songs. Oh. Well, he- hey there, Ms. Lizzie Grant. Wink, wink. Hey, hey. I I was like saying, I was like having a moment where I was like a parakeet earlier, like, you know, ADD or whatever, like just repeating a phrase. And then it took me like five full minutes to realize. And I was saying like, Lipsy Gramped. Lipsy Gramped. <laughs> That's where you and Eris are the same person. I'll never forget Eris basically glitching in our kitchen one day. He didn't know that I was could hear him and he was repeating a phrase <laughs> probably for 15 minutes straight i'm not even kidding <laughs> i love that like my bird brain it's just uh, like a bird brain it was so that funny is, that is so funny i love when it happens but i could i can't i love when it's like wonky or it's like brinty speens brinty speens yeah i did i say speens i say brinty speens a lot because of you no i started saying winty humston <laughs> <laughs> We we need to get you um, some help, probably. Winty. 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 Winty Humpston. For some reason, that make, that gave me Wendy Williams is a fat whale vibes. <laughs> oh, <stop laughs> Wendy Williams <laughs> is a fat <laughs> whale. <laughs> Wendy Williams is a fat whale. Wendy Williams is a fat whale. I love that she, like, when she was introducing that whole thing, was that she was saying that the, the kid that used to say that to her said it was a song, and then, it, like, she just kind of spoke it. But I was like, is that her trying to sing? A, a spoken word piece. It's a spoken word piece. A spoken word God, piece. God, so many iconic Wendy moments Wendy. that make me laugh my ass off. Wendy Williams is a fat whale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like E-A-E-A-E-A. Yeah, so good. Well, Jeffrey, do you have a uh, song that we don't talk about enough to wrap up this delicious episode honoring the 10th anniversary of Beyonce's Beyonce? Yeah, you know, I'm going to pick a I'm going to pick a song from this album. And I already talked about it, but a song we don't talk about enough. 100 percent. My favorite song is Haunted. Mm -hmm. So for all of for all of you that maybe 
don't revisit the song a lot or haven't in a while, give it a fresh listen. It holds up. It takes you on a journey. It so you know, listen to it with like with some sort of like ear pods or headphones in. I feel like you need that kind of experience to like really hear all the sounds and and be a part of that experience. Yeah. And so I would really suggest everyone check it out. It is definitely a song we don't talk about enough. I was happy to hear just a snippet of it at the concert too. Yeah. It's so good. I was so, happy about that. So, so good. Because it's just, yeah, it's, it goes without saying, I mean, I took talk about it at nauseum, but it's like, it really is, you know, in my opinion, like her best, her yeah. at her best. It's, it's really is. It is top tier Beyonce material right there. I'm also going to go with Beyonce song. Um, the song is a collaboration with Naughty Boy and Benjamin Arrow. It's a song called Run and Lose It All. Um, released as a single in 2015, kind of bridging the gap between the Beyonce self-titled album and the Lemonade album. Um, mm-hmm. It is like an R&B, like break beat, drum and bass type of song that is just beautiful. Um, she doesn't appear in the video, but the video uh, showcases two dancers like running in the water, like upside down. So it creates this like really cool effect, but beautiful song. I actually was fortunate enough to see her perform it when I saw her on the formation tour in Detroit. She performed a little clip of it and Ooh, it was, nice. yeah, really, really good. Beautiful song. So, you know what? We just love check you, Beyonce. Yeah, check it out. We love it. We can't, I mean, we can't say enough nice things. I know it's probably annoying at some point to hear it because we t- we talk about her every episode, I would say. You know what? If you're going to be an artist that delivers top tier quality material, whether oh. it's your music or visuals, we will gladly talk about you and give you your flowers no matter what. Someone said, um, do you know Nikki when I was just like assistant? He's like that that funny like gay guy on the internet. I don't I don't remember. His name's like no. Sachin. Sachin no. or something. Uh-uh. Oh my god, there's so many funny like interactions between them, but someone was saying he's the mayor of Gag City, and I thought it was funny. Okay. Shout out to you, Sachin. Shout out to you, Sachin, and congrats on your new mayor mayor uh duties. Yeah, we won't be visiting, but we're happy for you. We will wave hello when we drive by. On yeah. our on our way to Tension Town, because really quick, Ms. Con- Extension. Extension was just released. Have you listened to any of the extended versions? Yeah, I have. They're they're not that much different, you know. No, they're, they're not. Yeah. And I, I, I will. The only one for me that like really works really well um, is Vegas High. I think I like one more time. Have you heard the one more time one? One more time is cute too. Yes, I love the I way love it that starts. One. I love the way it starts. That yeah. song, that song for me has been the one I I found out on my top 100, which you know when we recapped the yeah. end of the year too. That was one of my most listened to songs. It's, oh, fun. it's definitely this. It's the song that I I think yeah, it's top for me. Okay, yeah, it, yeah, it's one of those that like it's like it wasn't an instant favorite, but it kind of grows and grows and grows. That's a it's a really fun song. I love it. I love yeah. it. Also, really, really quick shout out. I should have said this for my songs we don't talk about enough. I'm not going to, but I just wanted to celebrate Rina Sawayama's um, bonus track <gasps> that was released, you know, her deluxe edition of yes. uh, Hold the Girl. I absolutely love the bonus song, Flavor of the Month. It is so fun. It's so Y2K. It's so like Walking on the Sun, Smash Mouth. Yeah. But like pop and interesting and like secret agent vibes. Like, yeah. I just, I wish it wasn't two minutes and some change right that's, that's my only gripe with it but it's so good like keep it up rena sawayama whatever you're doing i'm like so here for it rena you are truly a pop star to look out for and thank you for giving us interesting music thank you for being original and unique and delivering quality versus quantity 
we appreciate that. And not for nothing, but being like a sexy woman who, and when I saw you live, if you're listening, your stage presence, you commanded that fucking room. Commanded. She commanded that stage. I was so shook. I left you, that con- concert high. You said you are the dance commander and you commanded me to dance. Sorry, Kesha. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Do you know that Kesha EP? The Yeah, I am the dance of commander. Of course, because one of my favorite songs is, um, uh, what is it? Uh, something, the DJ, like fuck the DJ. Oh. All uh, night long, he's got the beat. Yeah. Fuck, fuck him, him, he's a DJ. DJ. Yeah, it's so One good. One of my favorite Kesha songs. Yep. Um, but yeah, Rihanna Sawayama. You know, it's probably, I bet you should probably be releasing a new album next year. I hope. I bet you she will. It's it's been it's been it'll be two years since Hold the Girl. So, uh, yeah, here for it. Keep it up. Keep it Keep up. It up. We love it. Keep it up. Well, until yeah. next time. Uh, happy Beyonce self release titled week. Maybe we'll get the visuals for Renaissance. We'll see. Let's hope. Hopefully, a few days after this is released, we'll be getting those visuals. Stay tuned. Ciao. Bye.